Welcome to the Staffing RecOps podcast, where we interview leaders from high-volume staffing and recruitment firms on the operations, strategy and business processes that they've implemented or are implementing. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcoming to the show today, Pradeep Talreja. Pradeep, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, James, for inviting me to your show. Originally from Vadodara, Gujarat in India, Pradeep first visited the United States in 2009 and started working for Apodel Technologies, headquartered out of Plainfield, Illinois, in August 2012. Initially as a delivery lead, Pradeep was promoted to VP Delivery and Operations in 2015, to Director of Operations in 2017, and since April 2022, has been working as Senior Director, Talent Acquisition. Appadel Technologies is a 52 million US dollar turnover business, is a minority and diversity-based enterprise covering direct hire and contingent staffing with circa 460 contractors at any given time, 700 employees in total. Pradeep, can you tell me and the audience, what have you been working on at Appadel in order to improve onboarding and retention? Sure. So at Appadel, we my job is to, to work, improve the talent acquisition since what we've been doing since the last 11 years. And uh, the second responsibility is to engage as many employees in order to retain them, but to, to move from customer satisfaction, that is employee satisfaction, to employee delight. And uh, the second responsibility that we take care of is, uh, or rather I take care of, is uh, the employee relations uh, uh, project. Um, other than that, we try to dissect the the recruitment efforts, core recruitment activities as much as possible. So we give more time to, to deploy more candidates on project and then other activities, we try to give equal amount of uh, efforts and dedication so that we reach to, to a level where uh, we give justice to all the, all the secondary activities as well. Employee delight, I like that phrase. Who, who came up with that term? Oh, well, that, that's something which I learned in my postgraduate studies uh, when I was uh, doing my master's in human resource management. And uh, it, it, just, uh, it just how the name of the company is. Uh, so anybody who works at Appidel is, uh, is an Appy delight. And uh, API, Appy and delight is, is the word that we want to give to anybody who works with us or is our customer or our uh, you know, visitor. So the employee relations product project, sorry, can you tell me when did that start? Who started it? Who kicked it off? What did that look like? I'm really keen to get into the detail of, of what was done step by step and, and how do you manage this project? Sure. So in the initial few years, that is uh, for, the, for the first two to three years, we were very light on our operations. And uh, the employee relations was uh, a part and parcel of onboarding, uh, onboarding team. However, uh, as I said, we started dissecting each and every every process, and we find out that we we could figure out that employee relationship is something that is going to take our organization to a, a step forward and maybe reach cloud nine of our uh, you know 
for our visitors that come to our website or Glassdoor or maybe any other uh, rating application. So, so what we did is uh, we we took that onboarding team and then we we gave them a special project that you know you only manage onboarding, but then we we're going to take away employee relations out of it. And we started with uh, a couple of people who were managing just about 150 50 employees, uh, but we started seeing uh, you know happy emails coming uh, quite often that they were happy how we welcomed them on the very first day of their project and how did we talk to them about their uh, their their assignment how did we engage with them in terms of uh, sharing few policies that could be you know related to employee referral policy about about our healthcare plans uh, benefits uh, that we offer to the to the candidates uh, and also to the next level where we started focusing on what kind of benefits do you get when you start working with Apidel and uh, this actually moved our Glassdoor rating which was uh, about 3.5 uh, in the initial set of years to 4.5 and above. So that has been the major achievement we've, we've seen by incorporating an employee relationship team altogether. And is this what kicked it off having a bad Glassdoor review is is that where this all started uh actually uh i can say i can say that uh, it was a spark that was uh, that was something which wanted want with, where we wanted to make sure that we take care of our employees not just because of the glass door ratings but yes that was one of the things which we wanted to make sure we wanted to improve and other than that uh, uh you know it, it has always been my keen interest to take care of people who work with with me throughout and even after they they disengage or they uh, you know they move on from one project to another project we should be still in touch with them and we sh they should remember us saying that okay once upon a time i worked with a company that is apidel and uh, you know that that's where i want to work again so this employee relations project is this across everybody that works for Apidel, whether it's an internal employee or whether it's somebody that you've placed with a client? Yes. So it it's it's both ways internal as well as our program teams or our candidates who work with the client or the temp workers uh, in a way. Uh, it if you have to talk about employee relations, I think it has to be an organization wide uh, project. It cannot be just uh, you know driven to our clients and not forget about our employees. So you know that's how it it, it works with in Apple. And how does it differ from people based in the U.S. versus people based in India or elsewhere? Did, is it just the U.S. and India that your employees are based? Uh, so we have employees uh, in Australia and uh, few employees in uh, Singapore. Uh, the people after COVID, post-COVID, majority of the of the employees or contractors started working remotely, and they started accepting this uh, uh, this new norm of work. Uh, so, how do we do it? Is we we try to create a, a scenario where we see each other. Every employee that enters Apidel has to go through a video orientation, no matter what, and. Uh, Sometimes they are not available because they have project deadlines. So what we do is we we try to pick a time when they are available and try to pick a time for about 50, 30 to 50 minutes so that we can we can not just talk about, you know, uh, their project, but also know a little bit about themselves 
and they feel that there's there's a company who just not talks about my project but also about myself and uh, you know that's where uh, the delight word comes from uh, and uh, the employee relations team is the one stop solution for anybody who joins the organization in apitel uh, for any queries they have so can you talk me through step by step what had to happen when you started this project who who was responsible first of all for actually mapping out the current process did you hire a business analyst was it somebody that you already had internally so so initially it was uh, it was my brainchild uh, who started the employee relations team and uh, you know then we started with you know couple of employees we hired people from uh, from uh, from the market to to start this team but they had some background in customer service and uh, they had they were brilliant in their communication they understand psychology very well and uh, because sometimes you have to deal with uh, odd situations where you are dealing with uh, you know uh, uh, medical leaves you are dealing with uh, people who who could not join work who are late running to work running late to work and uh, we have to make sure that we understand their concern and share it with the client so i made sure that we pick people in this team who understand psychology a little better who are emotionally intelligent and uh, are able to bring uh, bring value to this role and and to the to the to the workers who are working with us uh, sometimes we have to terminate employees uh, and sometimes it's a voluntary as well as involuntary termination so we have to understand all these areas to to define this team and it took through you know many many different so every year we take up new project and we involve uh, the employee relations team with that with that project to make it a little better than what we were yet last year uh, at as of now today we also focus on one more area that the employee relations take care of and that is to get uh, video reviews from our employees because as i said you know most of the people are working remotely which uh, uh where we cannot get in person and we cannot take feedback in person so what we do is we we try to get feedback over a video uh and if they like to work with us they have to send us a video review and probably you know there are benefits when they send us a review so uh so so it improves our uh, our, our brand value and uh, certainly our clients are happy when our contractors are happy how big is the employee relations team how many people in that team uh we have a five five employee uh, five uh, employees in our employee relations team and how well documented are the processes in terms of if if you were to hire somebody else and and grow that team to six is it just a case that their colleagues would bring them up to speed or have you got a very documented process that they should follow that's a wonderful question uh, i i'll give you 100 marks for that uh we have in apidel since uh, uh you know i started uh, working with apidel as a first employee i i was very keen to develop standard operating procedures for every process that is going on in apidel and uh, i have a communication manager who takes care of all these sops and one of the sops is for the employee relations team as well now the sops don't just you know talk about the employee relations team that's a general sop with which which uh, guideline where once an employee joins an employee relations team they have to follow these guidelines but then there are hundreds of clients that we have there are uh, you know termination guidelines 
you know, there are guidelines which relate to benefits. Uh, how do we talk about the benefits to the employees? And every each one of these processes are highly documented. So when they come and start working with us, they they may merely take uh, a look at these processes and they will be able to uh, you know run their desk easy. So if somebody was listening to this now and they've just started an operations role for a staffing business that maybe maybe hasn't had an operations manager before or or certainly not implemented a an employee relations team, um, is is that the first thing you would have them do is start building out a standard operating procedure? Would that be your recommendation? Yes, exactly. I think there are there are certain areas you take any process, any system or any organization, you need to start documenting what an individual will do at a ground level and what an individual will do as a manager. And once you've start, started to develop such kind of processes or standard operating procedures, you have to review them every, every month or every quarter in order to bring about the changes or update them. And uh, this has helped us tremendously in the last 11 years. So I, I recommend that uh, one should certainly have a standard operating procedure for each and every process that, that an organization is taking care of to achieve their results. How many SOPs have you got within Appadel today? I think there are about 100 plus SOPs that we have because uh, we have about 50 plus clients. We have, uh, you know, many internal processes that are related to finance, payroll, onboarding, employee relations. Uh, uh, then we have SOPs for uh, training and development, communication inside the organization, branding policies, uh, whatnot. I can just go on and on. And do you rigidly review those every year? Yes, exactly. Not every year, but we, re we review it every three months. You review them every three months. Every so three you months. must be reviewing on average something like six per week. Uh, I I don't per se review. I have people who do that. So my communication manager is, is always uh, tasked with this responsibility. He has to update the SOPs and he has to give me a review every three months on any changes that have happened to SOPs. So again, thinking if I was someone who was about to do this for the first time, where, where would I start? Where would I, how would I start building that SOP? That's, that's another good question. So the first place you need to start is an introduction meeting with all the different departments that you are building an SOP for. And it can get very, very difficult or, uh, you know, you may annoy a lot of people by asking updates again and again, but it has to be a well-round, uh, you know, uh, I must say it has to be a, an organization wide approach, which first the ownership has to, has to buy into it. The, the person who's, uh, for whom the SOP is created or the, uh, or the program or the process, they have to buy into it. So you have to buy in from everybody and then you start creating an SOP. Uh, and then the next step is to, to start, uh, outlining the the questions that you would that would get you the results because when you start preparing an SOP, somebody would start going, you know, write paragraphs and give it to you, but that would not help you. So you need to prepare a questionnaire and uh, you need to ask right questions, which will help you to, you know, develop a standard operating procedure. 
and it can go to as long as maybe 50 pages to you know maybe 15 to 50 pages so so given that uh, you know you can start start preparing an sop so coming back again to the employee relations team and the employee relations project how long is that sop oh uh, that that sop is about uh, 42 pages and uh, we as we keep on adding more clients it increases it increases the size of sop so one day we may have to start building a employee relations team for maybe one set of client or an industry that or a vertical that 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 has been taken care of inside apidel technologies so for example we are trying to build an energy uh, energy and gas based industry where we have only energy energy based client and uh, my my next set of plan is to to create an employee relations team which is only managing energy sector and uh, that may reduce the size of sop but that will be a more focused approach as we dissect the ER employee relations team again in future. As a sizable staffing firm, you have software in place. You, you've got an ATS in place, yes? Yes, we do have. So what, uh, what we would call in the UK a, a recruitment CRM. What tools are your employee relations team using? Are they in the ATS? Are they using some other kind of software? So we use an ATS, which is uh, which is common across uh, all our uh, talent acquisition team, onboarding team, employee relations team, and payroll and finance team. Why is it important to have a common platform? Is because if if a candidate joins a project and uh, there is an update which is uh, provided by the payroll team that you know we have paid forty hours extra to this this resource. It should be communicated at the same time when they call with an issue to the employee relations team. So the employee relations team has access to that CRM or ATS, and they can easily look at what is where do we stand with this payroll, right? So so of course we have a common platform, and then we we use it dedicatedly every day. And are there any other tools that your employee relations team are using, whether it's integrated or or not? Sure. Uh, sometimes there are special projects. For example, uh, remote work has uh, its own hazards like equipment returns, right? You send out equipments and they don't want to return it or they want to return it, but they want to return it as per their own convenience. So what we do is we create uh, spreadsheets which are commonly shared and uh, we, we keep on uh, sharing the updates on those uh, equipment returns projects. So if I was working in your employee relations team and I was a new starter, I'd have a read through the SOP. I'd be working out of the ATS and there's information being shared in documents offline, not connected to the ATS. And if something came up that I wasn't sure how to deal with, I'd refer back to the SOP. Anything else about my day in terms of the way that I would focus my my work? Other than that, am I am I communicating with the workers predominantly over the phone? Is it is it largely email based? Am I jumping on video calls with them? Uh, a, a normal day for an employee relations uh, uh, team. 
team member is comprises of uh, resolving queries that's very important and uh, when you start to resolve queries you have to give them a timeline if you don't know the answer and you have to call them back if you get the answer if you don't get the answer it is it is one of the the key performance indicators that did you call back the candidate or did you call back the worker in a stipulated time even if you did not have the answer and that's where you know they 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 like to work with us uh, so that's one area if you have an issue solve it immediately if you do if you are not able to find that answer call them back and inform them that's very important second second thing that you would do is you know arrange video orientation calls uh, you know make sure that uh, you are checking on their well being and uh, this is a 15 days recurring cycle so if you have called somebody on the first day of the month then the next uh, regrouping with them will be on the 16th day of the month and then each employee relations uh, team member manages about uh, 100 employees at any given point of time so they have they have a full month cycle already set up on their calendars and and that's presumably most of their day then is it that's exactly that's their time filled out exactly uh they also work on uh, you know uh so the employee relations team also work on uh, you know their their own agendas one of them which is uh, to to ask for uh, you know uh, video reviews or to get generate as many reference because uh, the the unemployment ratio is all time uh, low in united states and there is a skill gap so where we engage our employee relations team is to generate as many referrals as possible and uh, you know so so what we do is we we task them with this responsibility whenever they regroup with the employees they keep on asking for referrals generate more business for the for the company so when you're saying reference has in referrals other referrals people, yeah okay are there any other metrics that you have measured so we we've talked about the online review platform and you've improved the score there what other me- metrics are you measuring are you analyzing uh so one of the things that we look at is uh, how how many candidates or how many workers temp workers uh, they get extensions on their project right uh, and and there will be there will be some voluntary you know separations that we will have but then if somebody has started with us they should be completing their project as per the stipulated timeline and if there is a chance to extend their project we should also be doing that uh what we've seen is there is a there is a high drop uh in in uh, in people who were not able to complete the project if they were doing better on their project so i can say that we have substantially seen people completing their project rather than you know ending the assignment because their uh, project end date is one month from today and they thought that apital is not able to get them another project so what we've done is we've started this cycle one month before is to gather their updated resume and the second thing we work on is uh, to to also reach out to the client for uh, getting an extension on their project now these two things have uh, have 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 helped us to improve our project completion uh, you know metrics earlier we were seeing that a lot of people were not completing the project i would say we've seen about 22% increase or uh, you know uh, 
uh, increase from the ratio that we had earlier. So we could say that zero to twenty-two percent improvement in people. But that's from prior to having the employee relations team. Since since implementing the exactly. employee relations team, you've seen a twenty percent uplift. What's the dynamic between those that work in the employee relations team and the recruiters? How do they communicate with each other? Uh, I think both these, both these. Uh, so, so the level of engagement that a, a contingent worker has with the recruiter, it it still continues with the recruiter, but then there is a handshake which the recruiter does with the employee relations team member as soon as we get a start date for the candidate or the temp worker. So, so they understand that it's, it's not four people calling them right now and then they don't get annoyed, but we understand these, you know, the, the relationship works and the recruiter does a clean handshake when they introduce the employee relations team member after they start the project. So, so we handle it very well as far as, uh, you know, the relationship dynamics are concerned. And that is presumably set out in the standard operating procedure. Exactly. So where do they reconnect if the candidate has been placed on an assignment and that assignment is coming to an end and that candidate, that worker has had regular engagement with somebody from the employee relations team and they're coming up to a renewal with the employee relations person handle that renewal or would they go back to the recruiter so so anything that is related to the to the temp worker the employee relations team member will be in touch with them because they are the one-stop solution for everything after they stop start the project uh, whatever the whatever the, the 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 issue is the employee relations team member goes to different departments and gathers information for them and if it requires for a recruiter to put him on another project the employee relations team member again will do a handshake with the recruiter. Coming back to what you were talking about earlier, having to use spreadsheets outside of the ATS, does that ever cause issues with loss of data or people not understanding where the information is sitting? Or have you thoroughly covered that in your SOPs? That's not a concern. So I think uh, whenever the special project comes into comes into play, we create another SOP, and uh, the data loss uh, never happens because uh, uh, everything is on the cloud. So we have strict policies uh, which govern these uh, the data loss uh, preventions. Pradeep, if you were going back to the beginning of this project, the implementation of your employee relations team is there anything you would have done differently from the start i think what i would have done differently is uh, is to start this project a little earlier right uh, because uh, you know then you have challenges which are uh, not under your control like covid and if you would have done something earlier, you could have uh, taken advantage of, of a few more years of uh, engaging with customers or clients or candidates. So, so that's, that's the only wish that I had. And if you had a bit of advice to give to 
somebody that's in the same career as you but working for another staffing firm what advice would you give them uh, i think you know there are there are people who work who start as a job right in a staffing industry and there are people who choose you know because first you pick a job and then you start you know thinking okay this can be a career i think whatever you do you you devote your time and effort to learn as many things as possible because uh, staffing industry has has a great career opportunity and the more interested you are the more passion you have for helping people because this industry helps people it's not about business it's not about money i think the first thing that you look at is this industry anybody who works in this industry has has to have a passion to help people and i think that's what we are trying to solve here so 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 keep keep that agenda in mind and uh, i think you will love this job love to be in staffing industry and it it will be very fruitful for anybody who joins this industry Pradeep, thank you very much for sharing your experience with us. Thank you, James. It was it was an honour to be on the show. Thank you to our listeners. Please like, subscribe and share. And more importantly, let us know if there is someone you would like us to interview on the show and what you would like to hear them talking about. What strategic and or operational changes are you planning to implement in your staffing slash recruitment firm? Lastly, thank you to our sponsor employee providing front and middle office solutions to a range of staffing and recruitment organisations on the Salesforce platform. That's all for today. James Lawton signing out.